It's not worth winning if you can't win Welcome back, everybody, to the Cake Eaters podcast. On this week's episode, uh, we're tackling Mighty Ducks Game Changers, episode two, titled Dusters. In this episode, uh, Alex really, really starts to, to realize that she's in way over her head with this hockey stuff. And I believe Evan kind of comes to grips with the fact that this is not going to be a fun season. So with that said, my name is Brandon. I got my co-host Heath with us. What's up, Brandon? Episode two. Some yeah. dusting is happening. I'm not quite sure. I understand the the name of the episode, but it was a it was a solid follow up to to episode one. And I think that, like you said, Evan is uh, realizing that not only do they have to learn how to skate, but they have to play against another team very soon. Yes, and they are going to get run over. And I'm glad you brought up the episode title because that was really throwing me for a loop. Um, I watched this episode like two or three times. Still don't know what dusters means. Don't know where that's coming from, but maybe, maybe the coaching position is leaving Alex in the dust because she's uh, in way over her head coaching these youths. Maybe I'm wondering if it's like some sick, um, hockey lingo that we just don't know. Yeah. And maybe maybe that's on us. You know, I'm I'm no hockey expert by any means, but I, I sure do like to uh, bandwagon onto the abs when they start making playoff runs. Yeah, I mean, maybe we maybe we should have done. Maybe it's like a. I got nothing. I was thinking. I was trying to think of some hockey lingo or something that would work. The only thing I could think of was like a like a broom duster, but. That would only make sense. Is anybody using nobody's using a broomstick while they're in the practice, are they? Because they're definitely using some weird ass equipment. Wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if somebody had a broom. There is such a thing as like broom ball where they you play like at the ice mm-hmm. rink where you know you cut the ice in half. But no. Yeah. Um the 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 broom dusters is just an old New York hockey team in uh, Bing, Binghamton. I, I'm pretty whenever whenever we release this and people start uh listening to it and they send us feedback. They're going to light us up because it's probably the most obvious name of the episode and we just can't connect it for some reason, but that's on us. That's our bad. That's, and, and you know <laughs> what? We're, we're human. We're, we're not, we're not dialing in on this podcast because we're knowledgeable experts. We're doing it because we are passionate ducks because we eat, sleep, quack, repeat and i will say it over and over again my friend eat sleep quack repeat that's what we do so if our facts are wrong you can just shove it up your ass my friends no i'm sorry that was too aggressive i didn't really they can they can suck it though they can suck it (laughs) back back to the okay so that's a great (laughs) rewind back to the to the episode we we pan in on our personal favorite nick the stick who just absolutely run away best best character in the show so far and and he's doing a quick recap as still part-time podcaster yes he's still part of the podcast which sounds like a like it could be a huge conflict of interest which he does he does call out to his benefit he he makes it known in the podcast that he is in bed with the don't bothers he's part of the team fully embedded in the team yes 
And so his his analysis is definitely going to be a little biased, but you know, it's that that's I guess it's okay because they're only the second best southeastern Minnesota youth po- podcast. That's probably why they're number two is because they're a little bit biased. Exactly. You know, their their views and opinions will skew to to that personal bias. They're, that's what happens when you're number two. You know, you're just not going to bring bring all the heat like that number one podcast. No, yeah, when you're number two, uh, you got to find your niche. You know, <laughs> sometimes that's catering to a specific viewpoint. And, and I mean, I really love the fact that he's just going to walk around recording himself on his iPhone constantly. It's definitely not going to help him in the friends department. But personally, I would love for someone to do really nice recaps um, of my life into their phone. Yeah. Well, when he's doing the phone, he's not, he's providing like great color commentary on not only the events that are happening, but the emotional state of the people that he's with. <laughs> like a. Uh, not to jump too far ahead, but at the end of the episode, he's uh, after the the Ducks. For, or, excuse me, after the Don't Bother's first game. I'm already messing stuff up. After the Don't Bother's first game, he uh, he's in the locker room and he's doing the podcast again, uh, doing a little quick um, recording of it, and he's talking about the emotional the weight the emotional weight that just just happened for the entire team. He he de- he delivers. That's yeah. that's all I have to say about that. Um, <laughs> And then, and then, <laughs> why? Also, I had this. Um, why does every coach have to be like coach first letter of their name, Coach A? And I love how the team just instantly like, "Hey, it's Coach A," and everyone's like, "No." I love, no, I, I love that 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 they didn't respond to that. That they just let it. It, it was the same thing with the the end of the first episode when when Lauren uh, drops the "Don't bother" name and Coach T just like brushes it off, like whatever. Yeah, it's a terrible name. Yeah, she's really embarrassed. It was, yeah, it was the the same reaction. It's like, if, are you sure you want to call yourself that? Okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah, can't can't wait to see your logo. <laughs> we do get to see the logo though. Um, in the first episode or the second episode, they drop yeah. the. She brings out the jerseys. Not a great logo. Just this word mark it says "Don't bother us" with a hockey stick that underlines the. the well, what else word? are you going to do with such a terrible name? Like yeah. She literally oh, yeah. had no options. It was, either, to... it was either that or if you want to get like re, kind of like old school with it, you could do like an interlocking DB, but that might not land as well. You know, yeah. people wouldn't realize it stands for don't bother. They'd be like, dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say district, district B, but <laughs> oh, yeah. dumb, dumb bitch works. <laughs> mistaken in modern nomenclature <laughs> that's true that's true especially with these these 12 year old kids and how vicious they are they would they would and absolutely call it <laughs> they would I'm, absolutely I'm, think it, it stands for dumb bitch <laughs> i'm also not super uh sold on the color scheme it has a very like 1950s packers where it's like the the yellowish and brown right was that what it was or am i colorblind yeah yeah it was uh it was like Maybe a yellow and brown. It was. It's a real soft yellow, though. It's not bright. It's like it's muted. I guess is what what you would call it. But yeah, and then like a dark brown, very similar to for the hockey fans out there. It's very similar to some of the old Boston Bruins jerseys. Uh, okay. Even similar similar striping as well. Okay. But. Either way, tough uniforms, tough logo. But that's what happens when you're a don't bother. You yeah. don't bother to have a good logo or or mascot. Um, yeah. But okay, so I'm, surprised, I, I'm honestly surprised they got those because they look like great quality jerseys. You know, 
Um, they even got they they all have matching socks as well. Um, so that the that little youth hockey surplus she found really doing wonders. Yeah, I mean between the ice time and in those uniforms, like she she did excellent. We'll we'll get into the equipment later and the amount of theft that that went into there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And as a as an adult and a parent, uh, the jail time that more than likely would have would have taken place. But we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. Can with, you with can Coach you Alex. get yeah. jail time for that? I don't know, if but like. She, <laughs> Because you steal stuff that people lost. Yeah, if if something because once something goes into the lost and found, I feel like there's no owner anymore. It's uh, you know, possession is nine tenths of the law here, Heath. So they're stealing from the rink. That's the rink's property. Yeah, stealing from the ducks. Because you know why, Heath? The ducks can suck it. That's why. (laughs) She she did double down on that. Okay. So (laughs) speaking of Alex and questionable coaching decisions, let's let's jump in. To this first practice because this is my first tangent and it is one of my favorite parts of the episode actually and it started right away and it was uh so evan is fired up ready to get on the ice ready for the team to get ready you know let's go let's get to skating and mom alex follows that you know excitement up with hey today we won't be touching the ice but we will be breaking the ice um Absolutely one of my favorite lines of the episode where she then has them play a game called Outside In. Yeah, well, where the, outside I In, mean, but she, she also refers to the, the game as a passing drill because she has the, what would she call it, the puck of truth or the puck of honesty, something like that. The puck of truth. Puck of truth. Yeah. And then they're yeah. passing each, each other and then uh, completing the Outside In game. Where they're saying something on the outside that people observe, but then what they don't always see on the inside. Am I getting that somewhat right? That's spot on, yeah. Spot on, okay. And so, I mean, you know, between the two of us, Brandon, I do feel like for the hundreds of listeners out there, um, maybe we should play a quick game of outside in. I don't know if you have it. I do not have anything. You go first, though. Give me some some time to think about this. Okay. Okay. Um, I also didn't put a lot of thought into this, but I will say that on the outside, I like to think that people see a mixture of a wizard and a dwarf and maybe also like part Wookiee in there too. That's what people <laughs> see on, on the outside, um, that those combinations of characters. Uh, but on the inside, I, I hope that they see maybe some version of Zac Efron, um, you know, circa, circa Baywatch filming, because I think that that's how I feel on the inside. And I feel like, you know, that's the perception that people should see when I'm running down the beach on Tybee Island. <laughs> okay. That's pretty solid. Pretty solid. I get the, I see where you're coming with, with, the the Wookiee slash dwarf. You lost me a wizard though. You lost me a wizard. I just feel like I'm magical. <laughs> that that seems like more of an inside thing though, not an outside thing. Uh, that's that's true. I right, let some of that inside show on the outside. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, for me, I would probably go on the outside. People probably see a a slightly taller than you would think leprechaun. And then on the inside, um, I'm just, I feel like I'm just a, a tiger ready to, ready to roar. I feel like. 
But do do you think are you one of Carol Baskins? No, absolutely not. I would no. No. I'm I'm a, a free range tiger. Free range. What wild, <laughs> as as some would say. That's, that's that's how I prefer my wild cats. Yeah. Is free range. Yeah. Like a like a Shere Khan vibe, except I'm I'm <laughs> planning on not not dying in a fire. Spoiler alert for the, for the jungle. I actually saw, saw an article there sometime. There there was a free range uh, big cat roaming through uh, Houston, I believe, which is no surprise there. I used to live in Houston. It's super super ratchet. <laughs> was it Mike Tyson? Does Mike Tyson live in Houston? Was that his? <laughs> no, no. But there was a free range tiger just moseying through a neighborhood. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get, you don't get that anywhere. I, I feel like Houston, Vegas, you could probably Miami. You might get it outside of those three. I don't think you're getting wild, wild tigers roaming around. <laughs> um, but with that, with the outside in game too, we had some, we had some nice answers from the team when they started oh, passing around the bucket. Trip. Absolutely amazing. Way better than ours. Yeah. It's almost like ours weren't scripted or, or written down by someone that does it professionally. I know we just, we got to get a script writer. We should work on that. Yeah. If anyone wants to donate their services, we're we're open. We're yeah. free. Yeah. Send send us an email, thecakeeaterspod at gmail dot com. Um, but I think uh, I think we can start with with Nick the Stick. Didn't he go? Didn't he go first with the puck of truth? Because he had no. Nick, a- Nick was Nick was last. Nick was last. First up was. Uh, I think Lauren went first, didn't she? I think Lauren did. Or no, it's Sam, the wild card. Because or he not Lauren. started. I, again, I'm messing up her name. I was thinking Alex, Lauren Graham. The fact that there's a, a kid whose character's name is Lauren. Yeah. Really going to trip me up here. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, Sam's the first kid to go. Yeah, because he, yeah. he talks about his spleen and how it's not yeah. there anymore. He's he's the wild card. They're <laughs> set, they set it up in the first episode. They're they're going at it again. They're they're letting us know. Sam is a wild card on the outside. He's a little bit crazy on the inside. He's he's missing his spleen due to a stop sign accident. No, or yeah. a, I guess it's not an accident if it's purposeful. He, well, the the act was purposeful. The result was the accident. The, the result of losing the spleen. Yeah, I'm I'm no doctor, but losing I, I feel like losing your spleen at a young age could have some reciprocal effects in, into adulthood. I don't think so. I'm now granted not a doctor, but I'm fairly certain spleens are just utterly useless. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, then then it's just a great story. Yeah, bring bring it back to hockey. The reason I know okay. the reason I know or I shouldn't say I know, because again, I'm not a doctor. The reason I'm thinking spleens are absolutely useless is because I forget exactly what year, but the Colorado Avalanche um, had a player called Peter Forsberg. My, one of my favorite players of all time, arguably the greatest Swedish born hockey player to ever live. <laughs> but I forget what year it was, but sometime during the playoffs, it was like in the middle of the playoffs, he gets hurt. His spleen ruptures. He has surgery to remove his spleen. And then like two a week, two weeks later, he's back and he's playing in the, the playoffs again. Oh, okay, perfect. So yeah. spleen is pointless. Sam's Espe- fine. Especially in hockey, you definitely don't need your spleen for hockey. Definitely. Okay, perfect. So so he has license to carry on being the wild card. It, if anything, this is gonna make him a better hockey player because he's closer, you know, in makeup to Peter Forsberg. He has yeah. something in common with Peter Forsberg, so he's going to be better off without a spleen. Think of all the extra uh, weight he just lost. How much faster he can go. 
Um, and so, and so after our, our friend Sam, minus the spleen, it goes over to Maya, I believe. Um, and Maya. Ter- terrifying Maya. Oh, absolutely crushes it. Great insight onto what horrifying little creatures youths can be these days. Um, but she, she starts it off on, on zeroing in on weakness and destroying the person. Um, and just immediately tease up on Alex with her puffy vest from 2017. And my favorite bit that she, my favorite bit that she did, like, I'll do, I would just uh, from now on start just saying things from 2017 at you. So fidget spinners, Lego Batman movie. (laughs) Well, that's that's like, wow, that really would psychologically just like slowly chip away at you. Just like every time you bring this person, just yelling something from 2017. (laughs) Well, then Alex responds back and she's like, well, this is like my favorite puffy vest because it's got so many uh, pockets here, so many useful pockets. And then Maya goes, wow, I guess pockets were big in 2017. (laughs) Yes. Just puts a nice exclamation point on the fact that like, yes, I do know what I'm doing here and I will destroy you. And she's in Alex's head. Like, I'm sorry, she's in her head. (laughs) Oh yeah, it comes back around later in the episode, fully in her head. (laughs) <laughs> in her head um and then um you you mentioned lauren before because lauren also does an excellent outside in where um lauren female warrior everyone thinks well she I'm says uh, she says fem- <laughs> she says for her outside similar to you calling yourself a wizard on the outside <laughs> yeah. she mentions that on the outside everybody sees that she's a female warrior <laughs> <laughs> She is like I get Lauren in a very big way here, just absolutely <laughs> crushing it. Um, but then she she rounds it out by talking about um, uh, on the inside she used to be scared of death until she realized oh, yeah. that everybody is just walking to we're all walking towards vast nothingness just waiting for us whether you're popular or whether you're a nerd and doesn't she make eye contact with maya when she says whether you're popular or not yeah (laughs) just walking towards the vast nothingness and i absolutely loved every second about that and then alex is like holy shit um okay lauren making us aware of our own mortality like trying to like all right let's go to the next person because lauren keep it moving well the the next one is no better the next one's coob who who delves into a matrix rant oh even better (laughs) even better on the outside he's a gamer (laughs) on the inside it feels like we're all a series of ones and zeros living in a simulation which (laughs) He may not be too far off. Like, you can't sit here and tell me honestly that there's not some conspiracy theory out there with their version of proof that there was a glitch in the matrix and that's why coronavirus happened last year. So, like, like if, they, if, if anyone wants to research after they've listened to this and they want to send the podcast um, conspiracy oh God, theory. Don't, don't open no, this can, I'm kidding. I'm living in a simulation. But, uh, no, Co- Coob's answer uh, was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, he was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> to go from Lauren to Coob, um, was just just a real real dark for for a kid's show. <laughs> it went in a weird and then and then Evan brings it back to reality and and you know kind of 
a little bit, it feels like a buzzkill because the other two were so insightful. But in reality, like, you know, we talked about on the last episode, some of these kids can barely even skate. So, you know, yeah. Evan's got a point when he's like, hey, Evan, I like hockey. I, I want to play hockey. We should go play hockey. We should go yeah. skate like hockey. <laughs> yeah, because there's when you when you put together a team, a hockey team full of kids who can't skate, the best course of action is to not let them skate. Just, we don't even need to touch the ice. We're fine. Uh, but they, I, I mean, but, you know, Alex was our own. They did break the ice because there was there was some excellent stuff. Because even Logan comes in next, and I loved his lines too. He's got a solid head of lettuce, which... <laughs> It's been a it's been a long it's been a long time since I felt the thrill of the solid head of lettuce, but you know, right. that's that, here and never there, never had that thrill. Never yeah, had. you know, I, I I back in the day, now it's just a solid head of clear hair, um, <laughs> <laughs> rocking through there. Um, but you know, we we learned that uh, that Logan loves dogs. Um, his parents are getting divorced because his mom cheated oh, yeah, on his yeah. dad. Yeah, it got um, real, he got real personal there. Real, yeah, and then. And then he rounds it out with he also loves cats. <laughs> so <laughs> k- kicks it off with loving dogs, uh, finishes it off with loving cats. So we got an animal lover in Logan. That's true. That was the classic, uh, the classic uh, good, bad, good sandwich he did. There. Yeah, that's, he, he really hit the sandwich method with loving dogs. <laughs> Parents are divorced because his mom cheated. <laughs> and your cats are cool too. Uh, yeah, and then it kicks over to Nick. Uh, who has my favorite answer? I forget yeah. what he said. What does he say on the outside? I forget exactly what he says. Um, <laughs> well, he's just a, a he has two moms um, who surprise him every day in the best way possible, and he's a huge hockey fan, something like that. Oh yeah, he's, um, he's glad to be playing again. And then he hits you with yeah. the inside, and then he gets on the inside. I uh, I look like Logan, just probably a little bit taller. <laughs> And, which which obviously inspired my Zach Efron answer, but um, <laughs> it, it, it's he he absolutely absolutely was the best answer. Nick the stick, bring in the comedy gold. He's got excellent timing uh, through throughout it. I, I need to scope out his IMDb to see uh, you know what really led him to be able to just take over this show. Oh yeah, I'm yeah I'm real interested to see what else he's he's been in. Cause I haven't looked at that either, but I would love to, I would love to watch more, more of this kid's acting chops. He's fucking yeah. killing it. Um, and, and, uh, and then, and then while after, after this is going on, after, after Nick absolutely crushes it, you see Evan vacate to go plead with Bombay to just yes. be like, he goes, he goes into Bombay's office and Bombay laying on the couch with a pillow and a blanket on, Clearly living there again. Yeah. He's for yeah. sure living in that office. That was the first thing I thought when you uh, when you brought that. I was like, okay, yeah, you confirmed. Were, Brandon was right last, last episode. It's confirmed. It's why he's so he's munching on all the snacks. He's he's definitely living there. Yeah, he has to be. And then uh, yeah, so he goes and pleads to to Bombay. He's like, hey, my mom's my mom's crazy. She's trying to coach us to play hockey without us actually playing hockey. Can you help us out here? Do you, like this is this is is this gonna work? Please tell me it's gonna work. And Bombay is like, no, it's definitely not, definitely not gonna work. <laughs> and and I'm I'm surprised because oh. Evan has everything that Bombay wants. It's just like, hey, <laughs> Bombay, my mom is single. I play hockey. 
went out seeding. Yep. That's that's the Bombay uh that's the Bombay double special right there. Oh, absolutely. That's that's his triple deke with the ladies. Won't be a double deke. It's need a <laughs> you, need, you need you need a third move for it to be a triple oh. deke. <laughs> but 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 he goes uh what Evan says something like like come on, you could you could help us, you could turn us around. Like what what do the ducks have that we don't have the old ducks have that we don't have? And Bombay literally goes, They had me. Yeah. That's what exactly <laughs> what he says to him. They had me. <laughs> that, I uh I <laughs> like just just straight up told because because he was like, you know, like they, they weren't so bad, but to be fair to the original ducks, these don't bothers are much worse than than the original uh, ducks team. Carp well, yeah. would have absolutely crushed this starting lineup, and Goldberg, even though he was very scared of the puck, was much better than Coop. Yes, um, well, they, they yeah they were absolutely better because they were all already on a hockey team. Whereas these yeah, exactly. these kids, they scrounged up just none of them know how, none of them really know how to skate. They're not actual hockey players, whereas and, the, and they're not playing hockey in their first practice. Like yeah. it's they, 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 yeah, the the only one who didn't know how to skate in the first movie was Fulton. Yeah, that was the only one. Everybody else was already on the team, already playing, except for um, I forget their names, but um, the kid from the Adventures of Pete and Pete and his like older sister. Yeah, but because yeah, they but, were but they skating. were yeah they were ice skaters, so they knew how to yeah. they knew how to skate. So. Already a million times better than this team, but but then but she knows what she's that she is in way over her head after this. Like when when Evans like mom, what are you doing? We we need to practice, and she's like, oh crap, we we probably should because their first practice. All that it reminded me of is it was it's just modern corporate America oh, or, orientation time. day, yeah, yeah, orientation day. It's just like it's like oh my gosh, someone is going to have to say uh, what what their superpower would be. <laughs> I was, I was honestly waiting for because they're inevitably at least for me. I don't know if this is just my own, ex, or my own experiences. But in every single like corporate orientation day, I've had at least because they do it in groups like like this one. I've had at least one person like bail at lunch in every single corporate orientation I've done. It happened. Uh, it happened at uh, at Zillow the, the first day. Somebody bailed at at lunch. Um, it happened at, at my current job too. First day, somebody bailed at lunch. Um, so That's I was amazing. waiting. I was waiting for one of the kids, like just to get up and be like, "I'm done. I'm gone." <laughs> it would have been Evan if his mom wasn't the coach. And made the <laughs> That's <team>. true. <laughs> for for him, like uh, you know what, guys, I I don't think I could do this because everyone knows she's in over her head. And and I love that Bombay just steadfast is like. You, you're okay. You need to figure this out on your own. Yeah, well, because as Evan Evan leaves after he has his little Bombay talk, and then Alex goes in, um, yeah. like literally right after him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tries to convince Bombay to help, but he, yeah, he's shutting it down. He's like, "You're on your own. You know, you you asked for this. You got this. I hate kids. I don't like hockey. Leave me alone." <laughs> Yeah, and, and and because like, isn't she, even, she? Like, she's like, but what? What do we? What do we? Don't even have equipment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. That, is that is that is that that's, yet or no? That's after the next one. That's after the that, next that, one. Because yeah, they, they they have a second practice where they actually get on the ice because Evan finally talks her into being like, "Hey, our games this weekend, and we haven't even touched the ice." 
We need we need to get this going. So they finally they finally get on the ice, and she she drop she gives them one puck, one puck for the whole practice, and she puts it down. And she goes, "Okay, guys, before we get started, I want you to know this is a tiny little black circle of death." Yes. And just like she's just trying to scare everybody, so they don't they don't end up hurting themselves. I I absolutely love that. And and before they jump into this next practice, they also did a quick reminder to everyone uh, that Stephanie is the worst, but like the probably <laughs> the most relatable character <laughs> in the entire oh, besides Nick, show. Because besides Nick, she's, she's she's my favorite. She's crushing it. She's so she she's does the worst. Such a good job. And is it every single person in America? knows someone exactly like Stephanie and every single person in America right now is like, Oh my God. Yes. And that person is the worst. And it's just, you tolerate them because they get shit done, but you don't want to have them come over because listening to them talk her two years. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, speaking of Stephanie, you mentioned in the last episode um, that the, the girl at the lunch table that like throws the Gatorade bottle was her daughter. And I shut you down. I said, I don't think that's, she has the son, Trevor, but confirmed in this episode, cause she's talking to, to Alex and she goes, Oh, the twins are going to miss Evan. So the girl was her, what's her daughter. She's got two, she's got twins rocking the twins. Yeah. So my apologies, Heath. It's okay. <laughs> um, you know, I just, I didn't want to, you know, you're not a pup, so I'm not going to, you know, shove your nose in the accident that you made in the apartment uh, but just just remember uh that that i do tend to always be right <laughs> um, no but i i love stephanie she's great um it, but, but then um she she makes it she takes a little jab uh at her and she's like oh you know it's just gonna it's very nice of you it's just gonna be these next 10 weeks so you can leave early for practice and well, she, and she alex asked, is like well what if we make states well alex so this is what threw me off alex asks if she can leave early at 5 30. 5 30 is for leaving early like i get like lawyers work a lot of hours but come on guys come on Gross. What's that about? Yeah. You need to find a better job. Work-life balance. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she, yeah. That is she, brutal. She throws the – yeah, Alex is like, well, not if we make states. And what does she – as Stephanie responds with, oh, well, only the top two teams make it. But I guess you wouldn't know about that or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Like, because she is the most condescending person ever. Yeah, and Stephanie oh, is just I love it. It's looks fantastic. down at her nose at everyone, and it's why everyone hates her. You know, she's like she's like the Vince McMahon uh, from from the mid '90s Attitude Era of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you okay. just see Stephanie oh. for, for all those wrestling fans out there? She better, Stephanie doing the the Vince McMahon strut down oh. to the ring. She better break out the she yeah she better break out that walk. In, in one of these episodes, that'd be fantastic. Um, so that was like, a, a, and then like that was like an interesting kind of like interchange that just kind of like it's setting up the rivalry, right? But then it basically just cuts back into them practicing. But yes, it's cuts them, back into them practicing them she, on the ice. Yeah, they're finally on the ice with the black circle of death <laughs> and, and Alex. The equipment. Yes, well, the equipment's fantastic. It's. It's ridiculous. You got Coob with the the football helmet again, just laying on the ice, not even not even in goal. Yeah, 
just just laying there getting getting ice down because at least it's cool it's cold and wet yeah, um and lauren the the female warrior <laughs> with a boomerang <laughs> attached to a stick for her, her, her hockey stick excellent yeah i didn't even notice that until you pointed it out i thought it was just like a <laughs> hockey stick and then when she like flicked it it broke but <laughs> upon, no it was a boomerang taped to a just a stick Yes, a boomerang taped <laughs> to a stick, and just the ingenuity uh, there to to make it to make a hockey stick. I mean, that's excellent. But it wasn't yep. going to last long, though. No, I'm surprised it lasted as long as it did. So you had her, and then you had Maya's equipment is probably my favorite of of all of them because she's a horse riding helmet. Yeah, she's wearing a, a horse riding or like a polo helmet, <laughs> and then she has a field hockey stick. Like the short, the short little nub, little field hockey sticks, and then you compare that to uh, Evan and and Nick, who are actually have like actual hockey equipment. Although what the, Nick's wearing his his old uh, jersey from when he was six years old. So yeah, he's, he's Nick is wearing his his peewee jersey. It may need to be cut off him after practice. Yeah. What what was the the team name on it? Ice Tigers, I think is what. Nick and the Ice Tigers. Um, And then, of course, Logan. You got Logan with the the $900 skates and decked out in the the full Toronto Maple Leafs (laughs) uniform. Well, and he's a tripod because he can't skate. So he literally has to have his stick with him at all times. And he's just standing there. The whole time. He can't move. Yeah, You see it it a couple times. you see, you see it a couple times, like right when he like gets onto the ice. Usually, the kid that's behind him is like pushing him for a little bit just to get his, get his speed going, <laughs> get some momentum, get him to the middle, let him yeah. sit. But we didn't even uh, we didn't even mention it was a it's a little bit of an Easter egg too, uh, where Alex dumps the beach balls, yes, out onto the ice for yes. the practice. Yeah, got the beach balls. No, no eggs though. No passing eggs back and forth. That would have been that would have been pretty solid. But yeah, we got the beach balls. Um, yeah, she throws a bunch out there. Has them um, skate like skated around and try to shoot it in the in the goal. And she says everybody's everybody's stick has to touch it before it goes in the goal. Um, but yeah, and, a little Easter egg. Got the wild also, card Sam slamming into the boards. Is it, is that when he tries to grind the grind the top board? He tries he to grind the top of the glass. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's well, and then and then in the middle of practice, they cut over to the exchange between Evan and Bombay, and it's terrible. Like it's a terrible exchange, and I think they were going for some comedy. I don't know if you remember this, where where Bombay's like, you know who else doesn't care? This guy. Oh, and I was like, well, which guy? That's like, right, this yeah, guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, you're gonna have to be more specific. Which guy? This guy. It's like, listen, n- no, it wasn't <laughs> funny. It, it it just like I don't know what it was. We get it. You guys need some help. You need need the help from a real coach. But I guess it it helped draw him him out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It was just more old man, old grumpy man Bombay. Yeah, um, but definitely not needed. The uh, the the joke kind of terrible, flat, but yeah. yeah. But so, so you have where you have that practice um, where they at least get people on the ice. People are starting to skate. Um, everybody's equipment is nonsense, and then it cuts to I believe it cut, it's like when it cuts to the pizza, the pizza yeah. parlor. And yeah. Alex has the the fantastic idea of giving out the the season awards before the season starts. Yep. More <laughs> more participation trophies. Although Evan Evan makes a remark to Nick 
because Nick is excited that he's going to get a, tr- a trophy. And Evan says, dude, it's not even a participation trophy. You haven't participated in anything. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nick shuts him down right away. He's like, hey, man, I don't get recognized for a lot of stuff. So let's see what she has to say. And they're yeah, tiny little hockey trophies, but she doesn't, they're, they're blank. They don't, there's no engraving on it. It's, she just went to, I don't even know. She probably got them from the dollar store. They were very lackluster awards. I mean, after, after the unis and everything, there probably wasn't a ton of budget left. And if she's going preseason award, the engraving was probably just, you know, it's going to be, a, they, they charge, tend to charge per letter. So she probably do, was but, just going to shut that. Oh, and the, the awards she was giving out were very lengthy. A lot of, a lot of words, a lot of letters. Yeah. Yeah, they were. They were. They all seem to be working titles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, if you're gonna if you're gonna do something, do it right. You know, if you're not gonna engrave the trophy, why even <laughs> hand it to me? It could be it did, like it didn't even have their names on it. It was just completely blank. Kicking, kicking it at off least, right too with Nick. Nick at least most yeah. improved since yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like at least get their. It just feels nice to be recognized. Yeah, if you're yeah, he gives a great a great acceptance speech. Um, <laughs> I'm still upset about the not engraving though. At least, like, at least engrave yeah. their names on it. It's. No, like, I mean, I get it. Like every medal and stuff that you get as a kid in those, like, it, it just. It's, or, it's why. Or Evan worst case scenario, just put, straight up like no, this sucks. Yeah, or like either put their names on it, or just put don't the don't bothers you put the put a team name on it something the year yeah. you know something yeah that's that's, it. that's a good when, point like that could have been the cheapest one just like you know what put don't bothers 2020 yeah on there 2021 like, with, with nick when nick's 57 years old and he pulls that trophy out of storage he's not going to remember what it's for it's going to be it's going to be meaningless it's it's, it's going to be another trophy in a long line of uh, second place podcast hockey podcast <laughs> trophies um and well and then and then logan got best attitude so it's it must have yes, must have been a heck of an attitude for those two days yeah he does have a fantastic attitude, though. He's got the, he's got his charm level is through the roof. And then uh, Sam gets uh, most most likely to give uh, Alex a heart attack. And then My- Maya's is great. Maya, <laughs> this is where the the vest comes back into play. Maya gets most likely to make me buy and make me buy another <laughs> puppy vest, vest, which she did. She's like, which I did. It's right here. How do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> and and she doesn't say anything, right? She's like, oh. <laughs> I th- yeah, I don't think. Like, yeah, like, I think she just gives like a weird. Maya just like gives her a, a, a look, and, and look. Yeah, she's yeah. like, yeah, like oh shit, I messed up on buying <laughs> this vest too. <laughs> and then and then Evan gets his and is just like, I can't, I can't deal with this shit anymore. Mom, can we go talk over here? Yeah. Well, Evan's award is the person who cares the most. I think. Yeah, is, is what she phrases it. Yeah, and he's like, okay, this is. This is we gotta we gotta change something here. This is ridiculous. Like, mom, our goalie is wearing an oven mitt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was that. That was the other equipment thing. Yeah, Coop had the the football helmet and then an oven mitt for the the, the glove. Oven. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and Asa, I'm trying to build a team in a family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And th- this is where she throws the line. Um, she she doubles down again about um how stress-free she wants us to be how like this doesn't matter she doubles down she's like the stakes could not be lower it's youth sports and it's like that's a nice sentiment but if that why why are you playing why are we playing if you're not even going to care at all like you gotta care yeah you can put some some effort forward 
And they're, they're about to get a very rude awakening in this first game when it comes in down, down the pipe. We've got, a, we got some more action before we get to the game, but oh my God. It's yeah. it's, <laughs> it's it's going um, to be so bad. And so, yeah. Well, uh, there's not too much more action before the game. You have, the, no, no, no. You, you have another Easter egg. Um, you have the Bombay solo skate. So he shows a scene of, of yeah. Bombay. He puts the skates on. He gets the puck and the skit and the stick, and he goes out there and he's he's skating around. He's shooting the puck. He's you know yeah. remembering circa gearing up for the first game, first Ducks game against the Hawkers. Exactly. I think it's the second game. Yes, it's, a, it's it might might even yeah second or third game in the first movie because it's after they get blown yeah. out. Um, and the then, Hawks yeah. and then Hans. Yeah, yeah, and then he's in the first one, and then in this one too. He's he's puts the skates on, tries to, you know, remember what it's like to love hockey again. Yeah. So nice little throwback yeah. Easter egg there. L- love that. And then Alex is in the stands, empty stands, mm-hmm. sitting there contemplating. Yes. Yeah, so what yeah, the so hell did I get myself into? She's sitting there before Bombay comes out. Yeah. She's sitting there. Yeah. Just mulling things over, just terrified of this game that's coming up. And then, yeah. so she goes. The inevitable disaster. <laughs> So she, so Bombay comes out, he does his little skate, and then she shouts at him. She's like, what are you doing here? I own this place. What are you doing here? I live here. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I live here. This is my house. Um, (laughs) And then, so she's talking with him about like, I don't know if I'm in the right place. I don't know if I'm doing anything right. And Bombay gives her a little bit of a pep talk. And it's like, you know, you're sitting here in the dark thinking about hockey. Sounds like a very coach thing to do. I think you're in the right place. Got to work out those demons before the big game. Exactly. I love that he calls, I love that he called them demons. Got to work out those demons. Before uh, <laughs> <laughs> the 12 year old youth hockey game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I'm um, just, uh, but, it's but an understandable coming. Hints. I was okay. just saying that the demon, him calling them demons is understandable. If, for his because in the the first movie you know he's coming off a DUI he's clearly an alcoholic he's legit got some demons he's trying to work out so he can not ruin these these peewee hockey players lives and he's then, a narcissist alcoholic like, yeah, it's, yeah it's rough there yeah, yeah. he's got he's got <laughs> he's got some some demons for sure I don't know if Alex has too many demons per se other than just not caring about anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, she she cares too much uh, for her kid, and it's probably a little bit of a pushover. Yeah, she's just too worried about everything. Worry yeah. ward. That's that's her demons. But yeah, but yeah. He, he gives her he gives her a little pep talk, and then Alex brings up the equipment, and it's like, "Hey, do you have any spare he, equipment he burned, here?" He burned his. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I. I I threw away all the hockey equipment and burned it. <laughs> Doesn't he? Is he says yeah. that earlier? I think. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Because he, he goes, she asked him if she has any uh, spare equipment during the second practice when they're they're all yeah. skating around, and he goes after the boomerang and no. yeah, and he goes, no, 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 I burned all that. Uh, when I gave up hockey, burned it all. And she like gives him this crazy look and he goes, that wasn't even the most, that wasn't even the darkest thing I did that day. <laughs> <laughs> that was an excellent line. Yeah. 
So again, clearly he's Bombay has got a lot of demons. He's got some. He's got some issues. He's in a bad place. Yeah, yeah. He's he's in a bad place. Yeah, he's always. I mean, the only time he's not really the only time he's not in a bad place during all these is is the third movie when he's like finally is not in a bad place. Yeah, Yeah. goes back to being a lawyer. He's successful. Comes back and tells Charlie he's being a big baby and needs to suck it up. Um, yeah, because the first one alcoholic. Second one he gets swept up in the fame. Yeah. Fighting those demons. Air Bombay's. You can't blame them. I'm one of pairs still. I'm oh. gonna bring those. Nike. Where's Nike at? I hope they're listening. Let's get some Air Bombay's going. We'll we'll rock the loafers for, yeah, I would, for the I, I would kill for some Air Bombay's. Yeah. Air Bombay like, loafers. Give me give me Air Bombay's over PF Flyers any day. Any day. Uh, yeah. Air Air Force what's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> um, um, so, so oh, Bombay a, suggests petty theft in order to take care of their equipment problem. Yes, he he mentions that the 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 ducks facility has a lost and found, and that they can find some stuff there. So Alex rounds up all of the twelve year olds and brings them along on a little petty theft spree. Where in, in which so they go there. There's the front desk lady, and so Alex's great plan is to have Evan go in and ask to see the lost and found because he lost a, a helmet or something so he can get into the lost and found. Then she says, once the lady comes back, that's when Logan, our heartthrob, our, yeah, our golden boy. Charm her away. He, her suggestion is to whore him out. She goes, you go in there, <laughs> flirt with this like 45-year-old reception lady and just you know, give her the bat some eyelashes, give her the wink, and distract her. <laughs> which he does, which he does, and he pulls it off flawlessly. Because uh, she, fa- the 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 forty five year old receptionist, falls for Logan right away, hook, line, and sinker. She's all in, all in. She's ready to risk Instantly. it. Ready to risk it. She just hasn't had that much attention in a very long time. Um, I have I have two very quick things for for this segment as well. Um, uh, we can't forget about Lauren bringing nunchucks uh, to, oh, the, yes. to the operation, uh, just in case she needed some backup. And, uh, and on, Maya on, also mentioning that uh, the receptionist glasses were so 2009. Yes. Well, so my my before before we whore out Logan, Maya is like, I can go in there and I can tear this receptionist down. I can do. <laughs> I can just belittle her, make her cry, get her all distracted. Which honestly, I think would have been a better plan than whoring out Logan. And I for sure much better distraction. She's gonna break down crying more than likely because you know there's some insecurities there. You could tell she was way too glued to that phone. Uh, oh, yeah. The receptionist when they when they came. So I agree with you 100. Like Maya destroying her much better than Logan going in there and trying to do some winks and some flirts. Yeah, then when, we're not you know, we're not kicking any pedophilia charges. You know, keep it yeah, keep it clean. It's awkward. Honestly, the, the I think the the best plan would have been the nunchucks. Let Lauren go in there, female warrior style, pop pop a lady receptionist in the head, and then you go on your way. <laughs> one 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 chuck to the head, and you're in, and you can take your time. You exactly. know, you have to be quiet. Um, Logan does distract the lady for an awful long time. They're 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 rifling through. So so the plan was to go distract him, and then everybody sneaks into the lost and found. Yeah, um, which which. By the way, when they're doing some sneaking and she's getting ready to like turn her head and Logan like, oh, brings her back. 
I mean, is she blind? Because there's oh, yeah. no way you're not seeing 10 people moving she's, in your periphery. Like, she's, it's just, she's blinded by the flow, Heath. Blinded by oh, the flow. That, that beautiful head of lettuce. Exactly. You know, you can't, you can't look away. It's like a train wreck. <laughs> so, so they, but they, but they get in there, they find uh, Evan's magic wand. His, oh, his old stick that he lost that he nicknamed the, the magic wand. Um, the nicknames and the names in the show are just the worst. Like, <laughs> absolutely. I, I'm, I'm also curious, like, why that was thrown in there. It's like, cool, that was his magic wand hockey stick. Okay. Um, it, but it my favorite it part never comes, was, it doesn't come back. It never comes back. It's never going it's to. A, yeah. Like, it's just a it's, dumb how, it's yeah. a throwaway line. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but my favorite. At least, at least call it something cool, like Excalibur or something, you know? What, that would be what a great name when, for a hockey stick. When when Sam does the distraction while they're in the oh, yeah, everything's going well and he like thro- like just starts knocking gosh. stuff over, causing a distraction. I got you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um and and they immediate did you like how they immediately cut to them just loading the stuff in the van? Because there is no possible way they could explain them getting from the equipment room with like well, huge amounts of equipment well, back, back past the front desk. Well, she's not at the front desk anymore. Cause Logan oh, had, Logan had her take her on a tour, tour. take him on a tour of That's the, right. of the facilities. That's um, right. Yeah. So she wasn't at the front desk. They could have easily snuck back out. That one's fine. I'll let that go. So uh, um, they get the equipment. Uh, they're able to, to sneak it back out. Everybody's nobody's wearing horse helmets or football helmets anymore. We're all ready to go. Real hockey equipment. Yes. Ready for and ready for game one. Ready for game one. Game time. And the game starts out just in the best way possible with our <laughs> this podcast's favorite podcast. <laughs> the wraparound, right? Wrap like yep. the, not, the not only were they not only were they doing a live um, podcast from the Ducks practice, but now they're doing live broadcasts, I assume, of every game. Although I feel like for Pee Wee, wouldn't, wouldn't you have games going on at the same time? I don't know. Yeah, they legit- might have to pick and choose certain games. But why would you pick the Don't Bother's first game against the Cardinals? I think that maybe it's a nod to her former partner and companion, Nick the Stick, getting that first uh, first team game. Yeah. Again, just straight away with the biases. Just no no filter now. We're they're they're, they're not a they're not a hockey podcast anymore. They're a don't bother podcast. It's, <laughs> um, but before I jumped the gun because before that, Lauren or not Lauren, Alex had an excellent another excellent uh pregame speech where she was like today you're gonna fall down probably a lot (laughs) just like right away comes in hot hey team this isn't gonna go super well you're probably gonna fall down a lot but we're gonna have fun it's gonna be fun yeah you have the wraparound doing the the broadcast they come out and just right away well, for- wait, wait, wait. Before they come out, we got to talk about the last second. Terry. Oh, yeah. Our yeah, good yeah. friend. Yeah, wraparound t- Terry. Good old Terry. <laughs> what a great job filling in <laughs> for, for the wraparound podcast. Um, her dad, Terry, I believe, did they, did they, is he, an, he's an accountant, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, she, so she, Mar- 
Mary Jo, who's the the other half of the the podcast with Nick, um, they're doing the broadcast, and since Nick's playing, she has her dad Terry fill in, and she introduces him. Um, what does she say? She says, "Here's Terry, um, taking some time out of his busy accountant accounting schedule to to fill in for us," and he got, with just like the most monotone voice you'll ever hear. He says, "Oh God, I'm so excited! It reminds me of tax day." Yeah. <laughs> He absolutely crushed it with that line. The the environment in here feels like tax day. <laughs> so so I'm assuming there's a lot of um there there's a lot of adrenaline, but there's also a lot of dread <laughs> happening at the same time. You oh, yeah. know, there's adrenaline because it's exciting. It's the first game, but we all know what is about to take place. Oh, yeah, Ter- uh, when, Terry knows Terry. Um, Terry's done his homework. He he's scouted both teams. He knows this is not going to end well. This of course he's done his homework. He's an accountant. Exactly. He's got he's got the spreadsheet breakdown. He he knows what's happening. Um, and and I love that um the don't bothers are so diplomatic that Evan's like, you know, hey, you know what, Logan? You you want to take this face off? Cool. Oh, that's you got, got it. That 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 diplomat that's the worst decision he's ever Evans ever made. <laughs> He goes, you know what would be a great idea for our very first game is let's let's let the guy who can't skate without who can't skate at all take yeah. the face off. Yeah. And so of course Logan loses the opening face off and within two seconds the Cardinals score. Right, right Fast through, score. Yeah. And then they go <laughs> everyone goes up to Logan and he's like, dude, what happened? And he goes, You didn't move your stick at all. And Logan yeah. goes <laughs> Logan goes, well, I can't if – I, if I move it, then I fall down. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, is it Mary Jo calls him the human tripod? Nick, Nick calls him the human tripod. Nick I, think, I think Mary Jo does call him that later on, though, the human tripod. <laughs> oh, my God. And, um, then, and then it just keeps getting worse because then they oh, got Coob over oh, there in Coob's, the goal. Who, he, doesn't, he never moves. He moves, his, he moves his glove hand – Slightly, but yeah. never moves his feet, never moves his stick. He's just standing there. The worst goalie, the the worst goalie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and and we also get a nice little taste right away of what uh, Coach T, right? Coach T was talking about where it's full contact. You know, like they're about to yes. get roughed up. So that's- and, and 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 you got Alex on the bench, like, hey, that boy's not nice. Yeah, just <laughs> asking for the ref to arrest people. Uh, <laughs> that's a that that brings up another thing I want to talk about though that happens um, in the first in the movies as well. Um, is there is in these movies and this TV show, there is so many two player hits. You know what I'm talking about? Where mm-hmm. instead of one player checking or hitting another player, it's two players on the same team smashing in and checking at the same time the, the player on the other team. Yeah. That happens that so often. That, that hardly ever happens. The only time that happens in like actual hockey is when they're against the boards and somebody else comes in. And even that's not like a full-on hit. These ones that they're showing in these shows are like it's two people legit full speed running at these kids. It just doesn't make any sense and would absolutely be a penalty. It would be a charging penalty right out yeah. the gate every single time. Yeah. But the, honestly, the biggest surprise to me was that the first cut, like when they did the first cutaway, like towards the mid end of the first period, and it was only five zero. Like 
Yeah, that doesn't make the, any sense at all. It doesn't make any sense. The see? first goal took five seconds, and like the 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 like the the the, the these guys like literally like the don't bothers can can't move. Yeah, <laughs> at yeah. all. Like no one can move or follow. Yeah. Like and the goalie can't move. So like they should. They're just like fish in a barrel shooting those up. So the fact that um, yeah, it was only five. Months. I did you? I didn't catch it, but did you see if it mentioned how long the periods were? Like, did it show a? It didn't uh, show anything well, on the scoreboard. I, I think they're 15 minute periods because okay. I think it showed 1455 okay. um, at when they scored the first goal. So it's yeah. like, and then Mary which, Jo mentioned that five seconds. Yeah, which it wasn't five seconds. It was maybe third. I mean, like maybe a, <laughs> a half a second <laughs> at the yeah. top. Um, but the, one of my other favorite parts of the in-game uh, series is when they cut over to Coob and you just hear him kind of mumbling, just going X. X, X, X. <laughs> and like Nick and Evan are like, Coop, what are you doing? What are you saying? He's like, I'm saying X. It's it's kick save in the in the game. <laughs> and then Nick goes, Oh, but not not in real life, Coop. Not, not in, in real life. life. <laughs> you can't you gotta gotta move your feet, which he absolutely can't do. No, he's He's useless. He's completely useless because he doesn't move, he just stands there. And like you said, it's a miracle that it was only five goals. A miracle. Yeah. And like they, they also cut to Nick absolutely getting destroyed in what what you were just saying, like the two person like double team hit on Nick. But I guess if if like Does they it, are they so say? immobile that like they probably could just like, hey, let me just skate over here and wallop this kid really quick, and then we can do another fast break. Yeah. Well, another thing that I forget if it happens in the movies a lot, but I've noticed in this in this game for sure is whenever they're showing a hockey scene or a hockey movement or whatever, there's only ever two people moving in the shot. Yeah. It's whoever's like got the puck and then one of the defenders or on occasion, another teammate is moving too. But when they go in those wide shots, it's like in the background, it's just five people, five hockey players just standing there. doesn't make any sense at all. Move. Why are we um and another one of my favorites from the game footage which actually is kind of damning alex is like hey you keep trying to say that you're this ni- like you're the nice team and you're the nice team she was booing the other team while they were skating by her. Oh, yeah. boo, boo, boo. like come on you're, you're better than that coach yeah. <laughs> alex those are 12 year olds alex yeah you're, Calm down. you're telling the ducks to suck it we're booing the cardinals like come on it's just, and I also I did I did love that they played the Cardinals because I'm pretty sure that was the first team that the the Mighty Ducks faced when they were they might have been District Five or no they they got was crushed it? by the Hawks but then they they definitely played the Cardinals they did the Cardinals Fulton, it wasn't yeah so it wasn't their first game it was like their third or fourth game because they bring Fulton in later he's not yeah, on the team right, right away but it's Fulton's first game. Mm-hmm. And that's where he hits those those crazy uh, slap shots. But yeah, and everybody you know, just runs out of the way. Yeah. Um, but you know, cons- all things considered, what it like they didn't hardly skate at all, they couldn't move, total disaster. Did you see the final score? Yeah, I ever read it 12 nothing. 12, 12 nothing. nothing, that's it. I thought it was going to be at least third. Yeah, it's the fact that Coob can't move at all, every shot should have gone in. So the yeah. fact that they're only getting 12 shots is ridiculous. For a team, yeah. playing a team that can't move. Nobody yeah. can, outside of Evan it's, and Nick, nobody can skate. No, everybody's Card- just standing still. The Cardinals should be embarrassed. That was, yeah. uh, 
That was uh, they they should have they should have absolutely um, destroyed them. But so I mean, twelve nothing. They 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 did the don't bothers a favor and they didn't run them up. Maybe they just maybe they just like like the coach was like, hey, just quit shooting it in. Just go skate around with the puck for yeah. a while. Go, they kind of like kill some dribbled. Time. They dribbled out the clock a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like that seems like a classy. That's a cardinal move for sure. Classy cardinal move. <laughs> um, and, but so so post game, once again, Nick the stick post game crushing it with the hot take <laughs> recap. <laughs> yeah, just a, a most, <clears throat> emotionally and physically beaten is how he describes it. And he can't he can't feel anything under under his armpits. <laughs> Or below his armpits. <laughs> I, I, I wrote that down too. I, and I can't feel anything below my armpits. Yeah. And then Alex comes in and she goes, so that was rough, guys. Um, we definitely did, like, a, she says something about, uh, like, what a rough loss. And then Coop, Coop shouts from the back. He goes, wait, we didn't win? So like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I blacked out there for a while. <laughs> Which would explain his, his goalie technique. If he's just blacking out. It's- it's it's why like, he know, wasn't moving. He I went know this to is, like his Zen place. Yeah, I know this is esports, and the whole spirit of the don't bothers is to like. Doesn't matter if we're good or not. Yeah, to give everybody a chance, but cut Coop, get him out of here. He's he's dead weight. He's he's bringing <laughs> literally zero dead to, yeah zero to the table. He's not even he's not um, even a good locker room guy. You know, you can have some like players that aren't the best, but they get the locker room going. He's he's not he's not a happy go lucky guy. He's if anything he's a drain on the locker room he's, with his freaking matrix rants. Real depressing. That's I mean I think we have to cut Coop a little bit of slack. Uh, there's no, not a single you just, you, other you're, individual. Your sentence went on too long. It should just we need we need to cut Coop is what your sentence should have ended. <laughs> no some slack. No one else on the team could survive in the goal, and he takes up the, the you most know, wit. Yes, but that's that. That does not help you. I, it kind of helps Although, you. I bet Nick would have been a better goalie. You know who would be honestly the best goalie is Sam, the the fucking wild card daredevil. Not afraid of the puck. Yeah, yeah, wild card. Yeah, you you put him in there and you go, hey Sam. You do every puck that you get hit by, you get you know we'll we'll buy you a skateboard or some shit like that. You know, incentivize them. Or just dare dare him to stop every dare him to get hit by every puck. That's what you do. You dare him. You just gotta that, dare him. That could have that could have been a cool storyline. Hey Sam, I dare you to not let a goal in. And then yeah. he's just like because there's you know like yes. rapid fire taking pucks off the chest. Yes, because there there is something to it to where especially there there's to want to be a a hockey goalie. Goldberg mentions it in the in the first movie where he's like, "Is is this insane to anybody else that I'm just getting hit by pucks?" So there, there's a certain, there's a certain level of of insaneness of of you know just throw of being a wild card that you have to have in order to want to be a, a hockey goalie. Sam would fit that perfectly, and he's he's nimble, he's quick, he can move. Granted, we haven't seen him skate very much. Um, so God knows if he could translate that to ice skates, but in theory, he's quicker, he's nimble. And that means more hockey goalie wise than just being big. If you look at like a lot of the the professional goalies in the NHL, they're real lean. Um, they're, they're tall. So a lot of them are tall, like, you know, um, but 
they're lean. They're able to move quickly. They're flexible. That's really the the keys you're looking for with a good goalie is somebody who can who can move. Size doesn't really but, size is, is it helps if you have the other stuff, but the other stuff's more important. But do those other folks have the type of saves that Coob has in NHL online gaming? Because that's <laughs> the thing that they're missing. They're not crushing saves online in their basement all day. Yes, because that, that obviously obviously is what translate well. You would think Exactly. You would think after Nick told Coob that hey the X button doesn't work in real life, that that would click with him. That maybe maybe getting the video game guy to be the goalie wasn't the smart idea. Maybe that's where we messed up. Yeah, yeah. Like like Nick and Evan should be rethinking their decision in the recruiting process. Yeah, that in the recruiting process, in the recruiting process, and then the decision to let um, Logan take the face off. What are you guys doing? You're sabotaging yourself. Yeah. Self sabotage. I think. I think we're identifying a need for like a player personnel type of position uh, within the Evan, Evan, should, Evan should definitely not be captain. I don't know why he has this. So part, part of the jersey reveal, sorry, for everybody else, part of the jersey reveal is Evan has the captain's patch, which I guess makes yeah. makes sense in the fact that he like because he gives together. the most fucks. Like we get it. Like he, he gives he, the he most, cares the most. Yeah, but he's like, not like he gives uh, all the shits available. He's not. He doesn't have like the coaching mentality that like Charlie had. Charlie, well, I, I mean, later Charlie. Charlie in the first, Charlie in the first movie shouldn't have been a captain either. That he, that's that's all other thing. But Evan should definitely not be this cap. This seems captain. No, Evan's Evan's not a born leader. You I think know, you, anything, I think you you make you make you see Nick. Nick. Yeah, Nick Nick should yeah. be captain for sure. No, yeah, no. I I agree. Um, but I, one thing I do have to say about the post game that I have to comment on where is when Nick yells at his mom, he's like, it's not fun getting your ass kicked. It's like, Evan yells at his mom. Evan yells at his mom. He's 12 years old. If I yelled, it's not fun getting your ass kicked at mama D when I was 12 years old. (laughs) It is in Evan's defense. He doesn't really yell it. She goes, Alex says something about doesn't matter. Sure, he, doesn't matter. He drops, he drops the, he drops the ass word, which on a Disney plus show, I was not ready for that. I was that no. was a shocker. That and, and the suck it line caught me way off guard. But like a whole lot of attitude coming from the Morrow clan over there. I mean, he has a he has a point though, because Alex talks about like you know we're not in it to win, we're in it to have fun. Which I mean, he's absolutely right. Losing twelve nothing is not fun at all, even in the slightest. I agree with him one hundred percent. And I think we talked about this on the last podcast too, where it's like, hey, these the the roosters are going to come home to to hatch here very soon, and it's going to be. Is that the right phrase? The roosters are going to. No, it's the. (laughs) (laughs) No, I fucked that up. (laughs) (laughs) That's the the chickens come home to hatch or something's. uh, Isn't the something's roosting and something's hatching. I think it's the roosters come home to crow. No, that's not it either. How oh, so somebody, somebody, let us know. Somebody, let us know what the phrase is. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. You're the you know the oh, it's uh, let the chickens come home to roost. Chickens come home to roost. Okay. 
Yeah. So that's definitely that's definitely what they did. The Cardinals came home to roost in this episode. Cardinals came home to roost. I can't believe he got away with it. But my mom would have grabbed me by the back of the head, drugged me out of there, and just started walloping for that amount of disrespect. But he does kind of offset the disrespect. Like, okay, it was frustrating. Um, but then the, he, you know, he's like, Hey, let's go practice. Like we should finally actually get a real practice. And let's, then the let's finally, steps in. let's finally teach people how to skate. Let's start there. That was <laughs> properly. He fought, that was phase one. Yeah. That was his first smart captain move was like, Hey, ever, I mean, he, he didn't even honestly wasn't even that great of a captain's move because he didn't invite anybody else. He just went back on the ice and started skating and everybody else was like, well, if he's going to do it, we might as well do it too. So yeah. the ca- captaincy, you, right. need a, you need a little more communication to be a, to be a solid captain there, yeah. Evan. Yeah. But he, he has been botching the captaincy very heavily. And, and what is it? What does Alex say? Well, I guess I got to learn hockey now. Yeah. She goes, she goes, I'm, I, I guess I actually have to learn, or I guess I have to learn actual hockey now, which yeah. why this is just dawning on you now. It's way too late in the game for her to just be having this realization. That should yeah. happen before the first game kicked yes. off. Yes. Like that's, but uh, did you, did you hear the old, like kind of like ducks, like melody in the back though, when they were uh, doing the skating around and they were practicing like that, that yes. music coming back, it, it brought all the, all those good feelings from my youth. Yes. Back. The the soundtrack for the show is fantastic. Cause they, that's, one of the the multiple times they've they've brought back it's not exactly it's not the exact same music it's like it's remixed and redone it's a little slower than usual more dramatic um but it's the same same melody for sure and they played it i think it started at the the front the very beginning of the first episode and then yeah they played it at the end of this one and i think a couple more times throughout the these first two episodes but yeah, yeah, getting, getting the nostalgia, you, the, the you know, goosebumps going. Oh, that was that was because it's it's a good reminder of how good the movies are. Because right now, you know, just uh, initial first two episode assessment, I think we are living in a a state of mediocrity when it comes to this to this series. And I, I think that that's where we're, we're gonna. That's the wheel. There's nothing. Yeah. It's not really gonna. It's. I just feel like it's not gonna peak any higher than these first two episodes. Yeah, the, the I enjoyed the first episode. The second episode, I enjoyed less. But I think what we said last episode, where this is stretching, it's a good show. It's definitely not gonna be a great show. And I, it's it, it. Yeah, at no point am I expecting any of these episodes to be great, even. Even for like a when they like those leaked photos of like the reunion episode, even when that hits, I'm not expecting it to be fantastic. So yeah, I'm expecting me- mediocrity with maybe a slight blip into good for for some of these. Probably not even a whole episode, but certain scenes will probably be good. But I think this is as good as you can do something like this. And like the the more the more I like these first two episodes if the kind of like format keeps going the way it is, they honestly, it honestly didn't need to be a series. The story they're trying to tell, it could have, it could have easily, I'm assuming it could easily have been cut down to an hour and a half, two hour, hour 45 movie. And then, yeah. but 
Yeah, yeah I I agree. S- series are more profitable now. It it is fun to to live back through the nostalgia with the Easter eggs and and all that kind of stuff. But you know, oh, we'll, we'll spe- still, speaking of speaking of we'll Easter, still have some fun with it. Speaking of Easter eggs, um, we missed missed this on the first one, but it, it pops up in this this other episode uh, as well. Is the middle school that all these kids go to is District Five Middle School. Oh yeah, you're yeah. right. How could we miss District Five Middle School? Wow. I mean, they, they, they don't, I don't think they ever say it. There's just a, you see the sign a couple times, District 5 Middle School. Yeah. Um, oh, when, it, you know, and, and like going just one last thing on the show, there was a, a sequence, this, one of the sequences where she was just like hanging out in the office, chit chatting with Bombay. It just went on a little bit too long. And I think I even uh, t- texted you or told you that like I, accidentally stopped paying attention and had to uh, <laughs> run it back really quick. Cause I, I, I busted out Instagram really quick to aimlessly stroll and scroll on about like, like once it went onto the next scene, I was like, Oh shit, I'm supposed to be paying attention to talk about the show. So I had to go back and, and rewatch it. Cause they kind of lost me a little bit, but I still think that uh, Nick the stick is going to be able to provide some solid gold for us in, in the coming episodes. Yeah. I think Nick, Nick the stick's going to be good. They're definitely going to, they're definitely going to play the love interest both both for Bombay and Alex. That's going to, it's going to happen. They, they, yeah. plant, they planted the seeds with the, uh, with the Whitney Houston scene um, yeah. in the, at the end of the first episode. There wasn't too much other than, other than the, the solo skate actually had a little bit of, a little bit of romantic tension. Yeah. There um, was some flirting. There was a little back and forth going, so that's, going on there. That's definitely going to happen. So that I'm interested to see that. Um, I, I like Maya and Lauren. I thought they did a good job of like kind of building their characters, like Lauren, uh, the the female warrior that that is <laughs> going to have an existential crisis, and then Maya kind of playing up the mean girls aspect. Yeah. Ma- Maya was probably my favorite this episode. Yeah, with the uh, the twenty seventeen lines and then her ridiculous equipment. Um, she killed it in this one. Um, yeah, so there, and I think that hopefully that'll be the benefit of the series is you build the kids characters a little more. Whereas in the movies, other than Charlie banks and Fulton and Fulton, those are really the top three that get kind of like that get actual character development. Everybody else is, there's no character development. It's every minute is every minute, the whole, all three movies, you know, Goldberg's Goldberg, all three movies. There's no real big character development for any of these. So hopefully with the series and the longer, runway they have they can they can build these these kids up a little more i agree i think i i mean no no matter what we're in it for the long haul so let's uh these these ducks are gonna fly together (laughs) or i guess if we're the cake eaters podcast do these hawks fly together it's not worth winning if you can't win big somebody needed to teach that to the cardinals so they'd run up that fucking score yeah well i mean they don't have anybody bashing their head to their their helmets with hockey sticks. Yeah, they're, they're they just the cl- don't make them like Coach Riley anymore. They don't. Oh God, R.I.P. I miss Coach Riley. I have a soft, I have a soft spot for for Coach Riley. That's why. I, yeah, so heartbroken with these the stupid Hawks colors. I'm still upset about that. I'm never gonna let that go. How do you change the Hawks colors? It's goddamn bullshit. Okay, 
A quick message from our friends at Broken Forest Collective. Built on a passion for small batch and handcrafted products, Broken Forest provides high-quality casual wear and lifestyle goods that are American-made and built to outlast the fast fashion trends. They also plant a tree in Boulder, Colorado for every product sold. Visit BrokenForestCo.com and use the code CAKEEATERS15 for 15% off your order. Episode three is, is this is going to be our, our little payoff one of our little payoffs here. Cause we get the, we finally get the ducks matchup. They're playing the ducks. If we thought 12, nothing was bad. It, it <sighs> might be 100 to nothing by the end of this ducks. Cause you know, coach T, I mean, do, do, do you think coach T is wants to bury them or do you think they are so insignificant to him that he can't even like be bothered with them? Like he is not bothered. I think, I think he's. I think he's gonna run it up. Yeah, he, he's definitely. I, I would not be shocked if Coach T is from the Coach Riley coaching tree. Oh, okay, that that yeah. makes sense. Like he yeah. he came he former Hawks assistant. Yes, you know he probably big, he probably played for the Hawks. Hawks. You know. Okay. Yeah, I I he he's got that that vibe to him. So yeah. he's he's got to be a, he's got to be in the Coach Riley coaching tree. Okay. I would okay. love. So, and, and, I, would, oh, I would love it if they they got. I would love it if they they made some sort of reference to that. Or like they went into that. Yeah. I, I or like, like or what if he's like Riley, what if he's like Riley's son, that, or or grandson or something like that? That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> or bastard, bastard child, bastard love child. <laughs> bastard. <laughs> what if? Oh, what? Oh no, this would be too. This would be this would be too many too many things to unravel. I was gonna say, what if he was Riley's. So Riley's bastard son and Bombay's half brother. <laughs> so like Coach Riley banged Bombay's mom, and then Coach T popped out. That would that, that's like that's like a uh, mid midday soap opera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it'd be it'd days be too, of our lives plot. Yeah, that's too many, <laughs> too many things going on. Um, but he's he's got to right, so he's gonna run it up. He's got to he's got to. All right. So they're playing the Ducks. You think Coach T's going to run up? I think he has to. It's just in his nature. It's in his character. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely in his character. Um, so it's got to – yeah, it's going to be something ridiculous, I imagine. It's, it's, it has to be worse than 12 nothing. It has to be. I, I, it's probably going to be – like they're probably not going to get too carried away. So I bet it's like 25 or 30. Yeah. It's going to be something bad. I don't even know if it'll be that much. They'll probably – it's going to be worse than 12 nothing though. Okay. It's going to be worse than 12 nothing. We'll see. I'm intrigued. I don't I don't know if they'll I don't know if they'll take it into the 20s. Cuz I mean our, our original prediction for this uh Cardinals game was like 30 or 40 goals and they only <laughs> yes. did and they only did 12. So I I would imagine I it's going to be worse than 12 nothing but I doubt they'll go into the 20s. <sighs> You're probably right. Um, but so so uh Quick little uh, rundown of the the next episode here. Um, so they're they're playing the Ducks. Um, Alex is determined to become a real coach. Ev- Evan Evan is turning on the the Sophie strategy again, trying to get Sophie. Him and Nick are trying to get Sophie on the team. Based on the the little preview or whatever, you, we're we're gonna get a little Bombay backstory. Um, I don't know how how deep they're gonna dive into it. But we're gonna get a little bit of Bombay of, of how Bombay got here. We got so the, so we in got the, in the a little sneak blowout. 
we've got some Bombay backstory. Okay. We've got um, Alex realizing once again that she made a terrible decision to coach this team. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming Alex realizing how terrible of a coach she is. She's going to go to Bombay. She's going to plead with him to help. And then that's when we get, you know, he's going to be more old man Bombay. And then she's going to, she's going to be like, what the, what the fuck happened, dude? You gotta, this mysterious thing is, is getting real old. <laughs> <laughs> this old codger routine is, is not charming anymore. Like yeah. do you, do you want to get with this single mom or not? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're, you're not getting in my bed unless you, you get behind the bench, Bombay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, we'll see. There's some there's some intrigue there. I just like if there's is there any way Sophie's parents would let her on this uh, disaster of a team? Because like I get deep down, you know, like who would you know when when you're on the bad guys team and you don't fit in with the bad guys made, but I don't know. I just think well, there's I think no it, way dad cheering at the first practice. <laughs> there's no way that guy is. Gonna, <laughs> he was cheering at a practice. The first one. Yeah. I don't know. It depends on, I guess it, it depends on how strict they want to be about like, you know, league rules and stuff. Cause like the, the first the college one, applications. Well, I mean like the, the show, the showrunner, like the, the plot, not necessarily her parents, but oh. cause like in the first movie, they force Banks onto the Ducks. Yeah. His, and his, cause his dad's vehemently opposed to it. They force yeah. Banks onto the Ducks. So they, it, this one that doesn't seem like they're, they're, they're not following district lines or anything like that. But they, I mean, you might not, maybe you don't need parent permission. Maybe you can just, maybe she can just lie and be like, oh, I'm hurt. I can't play hockey anymore. Although I don't know how she'd get away with that lie. They might, they seem like too overbearing to do that, but maybe, maybe yeah. she just, maybe she just hops over and is like, deal with it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We will see the recruiting strategy. Hopefully they, they do better than the position, the, the position that they did. Yeah. Uh, initially. That's if she even hops over. I'm kind of hoping she doesn't, at least not yet. I feel like if you're not going to do it in the first episode, you should, I feel like you, it, episode three is too early. You know, yeah. Well, but the, with them playing the Ducks, maybe there's a breaking point. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe Coach T flies off the handles here, starts, or, or starts he goes, smash it, smashing kids with with hockey sticks. You know, yeah. Well, and and maybe he goes uh, headhunting. You know, like the Hawks did, and, and he's like, "Would you do <laughs> my job?" Oh, <laughs> do you remember that? I love, the, I love that scene. I love my that scene. job. <laughs> <laughs> Real, real, real uh, sociopathic kid there. Um, so yeah, but I'm, I'm. He's just, right, follow, so. he's just following orders, Keith. Can't you know? He's being I a feel, good, being a good soldier. I feel like our preview <laughs> chat here got me more excited for episode three than I initially was. So I, I think I'm geared up. I think I'm ready. Um, the the embarrassment that is Alex's coaching philosophies uh, to continue to be on full display and. You know, she's gonna rue the day that she told Coach T to not bother. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they draw out this this terribleness a little more. <laughs> I have a feel. I have a feeling like after they're definitely gonna lose to the Ducks. You can't. They have to. The first time around, you have to lose to the Ducks. Yeah, it's just, like, it's just like they did with the Hawks. Just like with Team Iceland. Just like with yeah. with Russia. It's like um, 
with, with with any like trilogy movie or whatever, you know, you you lose the first battle and then you come back and you win the second battle. So they're yeah, gonna lose this game. That that first battle, that's where the lessons were learned, and then then exactly the, just like like, finale, like yeah, like like Infinity War, you know, you got you got to lose yeah. first so you can win, or <laughs> uh, Empire Strikes Back, all that stuff. You gotta you gotta <laughs> lose first. <laughs> you the empire has to strike back before the jedi can return exactly exactly so they're gonna lose this one but i'm hoping i don't know i feel like after that there's gonna be some you know bullshit magic answer to why they're they're all of a sudden a great team now um and then they're gonna win every single other game but hopefully hopefully they hopefully it's not that quick of a turnaround i i you know what it is all of a sudden logan the light clicks. He becomes the greatest skater somebody in needs the to, Twin Cities area. Somebody needs to teach that kid to fucking skate. How are we not... Like, at least all the other ones, except for Koob, somebody needs to teach Koob how to fucking skate, too. But all the other kids at least have shown that they are able to skate. Um, but Logan and Koob, they don't move at all. Somebody teach them how to skate. Somebody teach those kids how to fucking skate. Ah, embarrassing. Well, episode two was awesome. I'm ready for episode three, Brandon, and I'm I'm ready for us to uh, to break this down because uh, we're we're really going to see this this twenty five nothing bloodbath of the Ducks. Oh, can't wait, can't wait. <laughs> With that, uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Have a good week. Bye.